Hey there, Collegeville teammates. I just want to give everyone a heads up that when this episode starts, uh, there's going to be a good amount of pretty awful feedback. So if you are sensitive to high-pitched noises, screeching in your ear, maybe fast forward like 30, 30 seconds to maybe a minute, but we get it figured out pretty quick and then your episode of Talent Graveyard will be awaiting you. We're off to the races. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I'm going to turn it down. Is it me? What was that? Yo, try looking at your of my phone. Okay. I can I don't have headphones in my iPad and that's where my feedback's coming from. And I'm I'm muted on my iPad. Can, can you guys hear me on the phone? Yeah. I think we're good. Okay. Yeah. What was that? Oh. Hey, that's good content. That's 90 seconds of good content right there. <laughs> 90 seconds of years playing content. <laughs> <laughs> we, will, we will weed out the diehard fans pretty quick. Yeah. All right. Well, Welcome to another edition of Emma Graveyard, Soft Reboot 3.0. Um, 3.0. I'm Adam. Uh, and I'm Joe, a, a co-host of what is a reboot of what was uh, five episodes, I believe, or something like that. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get everyone on the team this time. We'll try. The team is ever expanding. Let's uh, that's let's true. do a quick check in of uh, state of affairs with Collegeville. Um, currently on hiatus. <laughs> uh, our first race of the year was canceled. Our second race of the year has been canceled. <laughs> and. Uh, we will see moving forward. Well, I guess the third race. Oh, I guess yeah, because Grandma's is or getting gear guys. I guess the third race is um Brian Craft. Brian Craft. I was trying to think of the name. Why couldn't I think of it? Probably because and then there's oh yeah TC Mile as well Ooh. is already canceled or that's another one. Yeah, you're right. Just another event. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, I. Who knows where the uh, the future of the circuit is going to be this year? It's going to be weird, as I've heard so many people saying in the last week. 
That's yeah. It's just weird times. It's gonna be interesting to see how things play out. Yeah. The one. Yeah, every day just feels so odd. The one person I passed on my run today, uh, the only sentence I caught of their conversation was, "Yeah, I guess we're just gonna have to zero. Please don't." <laughs> <laughs> so, a lot of uh, conversations. Uh, guys, can I talk whenever? Hi, our guest is Evan Jones. <laughs> we were gonna introduce you. You're gonna. Well, now you're introduced. Welcome, oh, welcome you. to uh, Talent Graveyard. Thank you. It feels great to be here. In Three point this, oh. this time. So. Cheers. We're doing what we can. Evan, looks like you're drinking a, an inbound Hazy Shades. I'm drinking a Hazy Shades. Cursive inbound. One of the best breweries that I decided to have my reception at that might not happen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's do a quick check-in with that, too. Where's uh, What's your wedding? Wedding. Uh, the June 6th um, ceremony in Vermont is still on. Could be postponed. And the July 18th. Uh, reception at inbound um, is also still on, but also might get postponed. So we'll see. Then I guess we're just gonna see uh, when, how this shakes out. When will you guys know? Um, like, what do you think is the, the latest point in time where you're just gonna call off the June wedding? Uh, I'd say early ish May. Knowing me. And um, mm -hmm. we're going to try and make a decision in April. So, well, you know, but if the, if the things are looking good in early April, then, um, that I think we're just going to plan to do it. But if things get worse, then it's going to be kind of tough to call. So yeah. Yeah. married life though. You guys get it. You guys get it. <laughs> I'm preaching to the choir here. Yep. <laughs> We've all been married in a pandemic, and uh, yeah, that's all. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Can people even like go to the courthouse to get I think married so. right now? Or they, you know, they might usher them in to uh, to the hospital and just do it there. Hook <laughs> <laughs> up their uh, hospital beds. Yeah, you so would probably know more about this, though. I mean. We do have a chapel in our hospital, so I guess we could uh, wheel someone down mm -hmm. there. I don't know. Never been done before. This might be the year. That I've seen. This anyway. might be the year. Budgets are tight. People don't know what to do. It might be the time to start thinking outside the box to get a little bit extra profit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hospital weddings. 2020. Yeah. Well, um, to start things off, like, we used or we did in the uh, 2.0 reboot. Uh, Joe, you usually like to start with a pick of the week. Is that right? Yeah. Um, my pick of the week this week is going to be a. Um, I mean, who isn't going to do a Netflix TV show this week for their pick of the week? A prudent choice. I don't know how to. I don't know how to pronounce it in Japanese, but it's Giri Haji. G-I-R-I -I is the first word, and I'm not going to attempt to <laughs> spell the second one. 
Can you write it in Japanese um, traditional script? I can only yeah, I can only write it out in the traditional Japanese characters. <laughs> and um, essentially, one brother is a Tokyo detective, and the other brother is part of the yakuza. Mm. And there's an interesting dynamic, and um, obviously a lot of crime and and action and love and between passion. the brothers. Between the brothers, yeah. Would you would you frame it as like a, a Japanese departed? Say that again. A, a Japanese version of the departed, except uh, the brothers. Uh, I've never seen the departed. Sorry. Okay, good. good. American <laughs> film based off another Japanese film, or is the original? <laughs> then I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> Japan took it back. Great answer. Um, what about you, Adam? I guess uh, my pick of the week. Hmm. I guess I'll do two. I'll do two picks of this week. Uh, I am getting caught up with the the show Succession on HBO. Oh, uh, I've seen some some uh, trailers for that. It's uh, it's quite good. I'm enjoying it. I when I first saw the trailers for it, didn't think it was going to be good at all. I thought it was going to be too too overblown, but I'm enjoying it. It is. It's like a corporate yeah. Game of Thrones. And what's nice is that in Succession you can cheer for everyone because all the characters are immediately so likable. <laughs> yes, they're all so nice and likable, and it's. It's like a rotating, it's like a game of musical chairs. Everyone just keeps giving up their board seat for someone else. Yeah, and, and uh, so yeah everyone's just nice. <laughs> and then my, my other pick of the week is uh, a, a brewery beer delivery oh, service. fuck you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was totally going to be mine. <laughs> As, as everyone knows, uh, small businesses are hurting, so if you can uh, help out breweries by ordering uh, crawlers, and they'll either bring them to you, or a lot of them are having drafters or pickup there, too. Um, I picked up some inbound earlier this week, and Joe, you're, it's your friend's parents who own Uncommon Loon? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one of my... Actually, he's come to a couple runs, Desmond. Um, mm. but his dad and a couple other guys started the Uncommon Loon up in Chisago. It's a sweet place. Good beer. I think I'll be I'll be ordering from them this week. Yeah, I think I'm gonna re re up my. Did you send out the ordering link to the Collegeville group chat? Yeah, it should. Um, the way that I did it was I just messaged him. Like you can just message oh, cool. him on Facebook and it'll be fine. Or you or you can text me or message me or whatever and I can I can yeah. just get it for you. Nice. Evan, what is your uh, pick of the week? You, and you just can't. stole it. Um, I think human creativity is a little bit too much of a uh, throwaway answer because it's just fun to see how we're responding to all this. But I think my pick of the week is gonna be uh, COVID nineteen. 
good pick. Really topical. Topical. I mean, like if you if you want if you've been flipping around the news channels and whatnot lately, then that's probably what you're going to see. Um, and since I'm just kind of flying off the seat of my pants by this, uh, I think it's really brought out the best in humanity. Well, also, <laughs> uh, shed some light on some things we might need to clean up a little bit. And I don't want to talk politics and whatnot, but um, yeah, I think that's what's driving. But just let it go. Just do, just it. do it. Just do it. Um, I, well, hey, healthcare, Joe, yeah, I think you can agree. Things are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone can be happy with what we've achieved. So, hey. <laughs> Mission, hey, may I be the first to say? Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished, yep. guys. Cheers to us. We good. Still winning. Um, I also have Zoom. We're not using Zoom, but Zoom seems to be uh, winning the COVID-19 uh, crisis. So I had not heard of Zoom until And then everyone two weeks knew what ago. it was, like, immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Luckily, it's an easy yeah. thing to understand. Exactly. Like the 12th generation yeah. of technology. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what are you guys doing for work? Well, we're still going into the office. Are you still in the office, Adam? I just uh, last night sent an email asking to be able to work from home because they were granting it if you get uh, permission from your manager and HR. And Shannon, being pregnant, uh, falls into the CDC's uh, vulnerable population. So, as a big strong man, you have so to be I, home protector. Goddamn right! I'll punch that yep. COVID in the face. God Comes bless. at my door. God bless the Second <laughs> Amendment. But uh, because we don't have uh, uh, lap work laptops, I just <laughs> they said, "Yeah, you can just bring home your entire workstation." Seriously, and my full, my full computer. Oh my god! Yeah, and then we because the uh, shelter in place for the next two weeks thing came at the end of the day today. They said, "Well, uh, we got two days to decide what we're going to be doing, so I may then not have to work for two weeks." But the news yesterday was they're cutting or we starting next week, mandatory Fridays off. And those who are hourly only get paid for 32 hours and salary people get 80% oh, pay. So that's poopy. Dumb. But luckily Shannon is the breadwinner. Hey, so there you go. Uh uh, speaking of Evan, uh, real quick, the Second Amendment. Um, I just was reminded by Facebook of a page I started yeah. in high school that I am the admin of, and I think it has like five thousand oh. likes or something. Wow! But it is the, the right to oh. arm bears. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look it up right here. Uh, <laughs> wow! Right, that's a really good move. Six point five. Thousand likes. I don't know if that's how I. Six point five thousand likes. That is. That looks like that's doing well. That's impressive. February fifth, uh, twenty twelve. No. Evan, 
both the bears, all of them, armed with nine millimeters, so they can shoot all the <laughs> priorities. I think you should bring this back. Are people still liking this page, or is you this picked like, up? Like, I, mean, I haven't checked in on it for a while. A How do you get so many likes? Uh, well, if you just have it out there, people will find it. <laughs> huh. Uh, guys, so tell people how, can we tell people how we're, we're recording this? I mean, we're obviously all around the same table, but, um, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But using separate video chats and audio recordings to do this. Yeah, that is that's a good call. For uh, audio quality, we are using the Anchor podcast recording app, so we are recording via telephone line. Uh, if we figure out a way to get crisper audio in the future, we will do that. But uh, for now, this is what it is. Okay, cool. I, I'm worried about being able to hear the feedback or you guys speaking uh, on a delay, basically that the mic is, my mic is picking up your guys' audio as well as mine. Mm. Does that, does that check out? I think it does check out. I don't, you know what? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I hope that there is a certain amount of technology that, uh, I do. They uh, they figure they something out where it's not. Uh, yeah, you know what? Should Who knows? We, can we do a brief check? Is that possible, or is that um, is that impossible? I think it's possible, but I uh, don't want to risk it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with that. we did lose a whole episode once, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We lost a good. And we're only. We're only 17 minutes in, so I say I say we we, we fly by the seat of our pants. Maybe cut this part out. Um, we don't need to, I also keep forgetting that we're not being recorded like visually, so I keep fucking around with my head. <laughs> and really, uh, well, you're really trying to show off your mustache. I noticed earlier. I was for sure. Yeah, it's another <laughs> five days. Wow, it's beautiful. Proud of it. Well, should we introduce? <laughs> Yeah, as well. Uh, uh, hails from uh, Iowa. His name is Evan Jones. He is part of the Cockville Track Club for how long now? I don't know. I actually don't know when I started uh, Collegeville. I've consistently been running for about like a year, maybe a little bit longer. Um, but I went to the banquet in 2016. Or 2017. Yeah, 2017. Yeah, I lose track of years. Yeah, and since then, I mean, I've been floating around the edges, just kind of nibbling at the bits uh, here and there. Um, been to runs for a while. I showed up extremely hungover at a run in 2017 a couple times. Uh, <laughs> that was my senior year of college. And then from there, definitely ran a lot. Summer after I graduated, kind of fell off the train of running. Um, in that fall and that spring um, and then kind of fought my way back to run at the 2018 nationals race where I I did I think I debuted at the 2018 nationals <laughs> for Collegeville 
And I essentially was a cheerleader. Um, ended up, I think I was sixth on the team that day after uh, we, I think we had seven people and one of them dropped out. A three minute break during that race uh, to talk to a couple people who had also dropped out and then convinced myself to finish the race. Um, so it's, it's kind of stuff you want, like it's a real hero's journey. Uh, but yeah, it's, since then it's been more consistent and yeah, so I'd say I'm probably about a, a year and a half of consistent. Well, we're happy to have you. Yes, Joe. Um, I was wondering if I could ask the first question of the interview. I would love to give you that honor. Thank you. Um, Evan, can you tell us about your um, early years as a as child? As a child. Well, I touched down in West Virginia in 1995. Um, to, uh, I was a son of a, a college professor and a, a coal miner. Um, Hold on real quick. <laughs> That crack brought to you by Bauhaus Brewlabs. Uh, and Wait, was you, was your dad born a, a coal my miner? My mom. My mom. My mom was a coal miner. Um, she later transitioned into uh, high school teaching. But quite we the transition. Yeah, when we were in West Virginia, she was the coal miner. Um, take it home. Who was the canary? Well, I'm getting to it. I'm the canary. I'm the canary. She'd bring me to work. West Virginia doesn't have these labor laws that they do now that you two are probably going to get to enjoy, uh, Adam and Shannon, um, these sweet maternity leaves. But no, in the coal mines, it was bullshit. So my mom was bringing me in, uh, you know, probably around two, three days into my life. Uh, later, I would move to <laughs> by myself. I would move to Sioux Falls. <laughs> <laughs> I was too. I could I could afford a modest ranch home in South Carolina, and uh, yeah, no, it was yellow when I bought it, but painted it blue a couple of years later. Um, <laughs> parents eventually joined me with their other child. Um, at this point, my mother was teaching high school; she was out of the coal mines. Um, <laughs> And we had a great couple of years in South Dakota, um, Sioux Falls, to be exact. Adam, I know you're familiar with the area. Uh, yes, sir. I've heard it described as a white ghetto. Um, do you agree? You know, that's not entirely inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, it depends on where you are, but yes, you can certainly apply that, <laughs> uh, that tag to many parts of South Dakota. I remember loving Sioux Falls. And then almost as soon as I left it, I was like, you know what? That might not have been the greatest place in the world. <laughs> <laughs> there was a kid at my kindergarten, uh, my first year of school in kindergarten. That's what they call it in the States. Uh, mm -hmm. A kid brought a, was, he wasn't bullied or anything, but he, he really hated another kid in our class. And he brought a switchblade um, also known as the Swiss Army Knife, to school <laughs> in the, the middle of January because he's like he was gonna stab this kid that he just didn't like, and <laughs> and they we went out on the snow hill and during recess and the kid was like, all right, this is the time I'm gonna do it, and he got it out and then jumped down the snow hill to like attack this kid 
but stabbed the knife through his cheek. His own cheek. And then uh, he was sent to the hospital and we never really saw him again after that. So <laughs> that's my Sioux Falls story that comes to mind initially. That was in kindergarten? kindergarten. Wow. Kindergarten, yeah. And then later, yeah, we, later I, I just uh, <laughs> we visited Shannon's or we visited Omaha to recently for uh, one of Shannon's friends' wedding. But uh, like went to Omaha and Shannon's like, oh, there's so many places I want to see. Haven't been here in so long. And as you were saying about South Dakota, like if I went, if I visit, like I'll visit campus and be like, well, I guess. <laughs> Guess that's it. <laughs> I, uh, there's not a ton of places that I'm like, ah, yeah, I got to revisit there, and that's. Uh-huh. I've heard it's gotten better. I've heard it's gotten cooler. That's, that's what I heard too. That uh, it's been um, kind of modernized. I know breweries are popping up. Uh, yeah, it used to be very colonial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. And then later on in life, I moved to Iowa. Uh, I went to a school called Pella, Pella High School. Um, Pella is where they make all of Pella windows. Um, ah, I was just going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> and they're so pretty. And uh, the windows are great. Their doors are great. Um, I once ate three prime ribs at a Pella windows function. And then was too <laughs> full to finish my shift as a. <laughs> <laughs> wow! And so a younger high school student <laughs> had to do twice the work. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Oh my god, that doesn't sound like something you would do. <laughs> it does. <though. laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, Pella is a great town. Pella is not a white ghetto. It is a very much, we would be the bad guys in any high school movie. That was kind of the, the accepted stereotype. You were the bullies? You were the, you were the we people were the that people hated? We were like, we were, so we, we were like, um, we were kind of a dino. We were like a smaller dino, I would say. Okay. You, were the, you were the fucking rich kids? Fucking cake eater, Paul Nordquist types. Paul and I have bonded over. I have thrown Paul under the bus many times because I have called him a cake eater, and then he would go back to me. You were just as bad. Which I just yeah. Do. But Pella, yeah, Pella's not like uh, you don't watch a high school movie and think, oh, you know what? The group of um, the school with a two million dollar football field and track—they're the good guys. <laughs> They're the ones that should win like four football championships straight and a few track titles and stuff like that. That's a very b- backdoor brag about my high school experience. But... <laughs> you know what? I, my uh, my high school is very similar in that nice private Catholic high school, and uh, people said that we recruit for football, and that was the uh, the thing I heard from adults. Did you go to Howling? In Des Moines? No, I went to Tatina Brace here in good old Minnesota. Oh, yes. You've told me this many times. I'm just saying that that, <laughs> that, uh, that stereotype holds true across many different states. Oh, yeah. 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 
So they didn't recruit though, or they did? Well, uh, we didn't recruit. I don't think. Not to my knowledge. <laughs> maybe, maybe not took you no trace, but Dowling definitely recruited. I only had my biased opinion to, to talk about. It's like we don't, we don't give out scholarships. So I don't know. Like all high schools and colleges recruit to try to get attendance up. But right. in a bunch doesn't mean we're bad guys. <laughs> and also, you have a good show choir. So go find yourself. You had a good show choir? Yeah, Shannon was in show choir for four years. Pella had a very good show choir as well. I'm glad that we have a... Iowa is a big show choir country. Yeah, corn show choir. Um, the caucuses. Were you in show choir? No, I, was, I, I hated show choir because the show choir teacher was a bitch to my mom, who was the drama teacher. <laughs> so, so I could... One, I would never join because I lack the, the singing talent but uh i for, for fa- familiar reasons as we can all understand i couldn't do it what is she making fun of her because she was a coal miner yeah uh it was classist you can imagine <laughs> when the pillow when the rich pillow socialites found out that my mom was once a coal miner <laughs> they did not they wear their well. the hats with the uh with the lamp on them just to make fun of her mm, they would all the time. And then, well, my mom would always wear a headlight when walking any of our dogs. <laughs> and then they, the people would drive by and they'd honk at her and they, they'd yell obscene things like, go back to, go back to the mines, you canary. Which is, <laughs> <laughs> what a slam. Yeah, which is a very polite way to, to tackle <laughs> someone, but, you know. Oh, gosh. So I pre- and then you did graduate or you didn't graduate? From I graduated. I graduated. Uh, Without honors. I think I did graduate with honors. I can't remember what my high school GPA was. I know my college one. What did you get on your ACT? 20. Oh, this is a good story. <laughs> I got 28 <laughs> twice. But <laughs> so my parents, they both scored 28s on their ACT. Um, and I was like, well, I want to beat my parents after I got my first 28. So I'm like, all right, I, I signed up again. I didn't really do the studying thing. That wasn't the kind of kid I was, some kind of person I am. Um, and then I was like, well, I'll sign up for the second day. It will be all right. I'll mail like a 29 or a 30. Um, are you guys familiar with like super scoring ACTs where you, some schools like to like combine your scores on different sections of the test? No, I didn't know that was a thing. Um, it, uh, it's, it's not like the most fair way to do it, but I, uh, so I, on the morning of the day that I was supposed to take the second ACT, I think I had a shift of work. Um, was, was that the ribs? No. <laughs> it was the same day. Three prime ribs. I had two prime ribs, you know, roughly 10 a.m. Um, too tired to finish my shift. And then I get a text and be like, hey, you're supposed to be at the ACT. Um, so so I had to drive myself to the ACT. Showed up late. Um, didn't have my ticket, but did know the person who was working the desk. And so they're like, oh, you are supposed to be in here. So they let me in. 
And then I realized that I didn't have my like a calculator or anything. They don't let you use your phone. Um, so I <laughs> bombed the math portion. <laughs> and then did pretty bad on the science, but did really good on reading and writing. So I bumped up my those my scores there. Uh, and then tried to get it just try to get Gustavus to super score it eventually. So I'd have like a 30, 30 or 31. Um, and they said, oh, we don't even account for the ACT. <laughs> I thought they did for like... No, they, I don't think they do at all. I don't think it's... Remotely, oh, yeah. they used to at least. Or they're like, this kid doesn't deserve it. This little... This little curmudgeon. This little bread. So. Joe, would you get in your ACT? Yeah. Yeah, let's um, measure. I really don't remember i think 29 comedian mm-hmm. or 30 i got i think one lower than sam or two he he might remember his i think it was a 30 maybe oh it was 30 that's a good it was 30 because i remember for that uh that scholarship at um gustavus like the presidential or whatever i think you had to when i was uh first year you had to have scored a 30 so i must oh. have I thought I didn't get that because my GPA wasn't high enough. I think it was all ACT based. Yeah, maybe let me call Joan Espinhecki. I got her on speech now. (laughs) (laughs) Dean of students. (laughs) (laughs) What was yours, Adam? I, uh, I took the ACT three times because my dad kept insisting, well, you know, it doesn't hurt to take it again. Uh, <laughs> dad it actually kills me <laughs> and my dad also encouraged me to apply to many many colleges he's like well i mean even if you don't want to go there like it's good to have options like so i ended up applying to like fucking way too many schools had no interest in going to like any of them <laughs> uh, my first act was oh also my dad didn't go to college so he was just like really helping me hedge my bets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I I got a 26 on my first one, and then I got a 30 on my second one. But by that logic, I should have had a 34, but I went back down to 28 on my third one. <laughs> yep. Just goes to show you the test is still... Yeah, they don't mean that so much got, anymore. But... My two brothers both got 34s. Oh, my God. Yeah. 34s? Yeah. My little brother uh, got like extra time for, like, he got special permission for ADD uh, uh-huh. to like get extra time. Yeah. But that's bullshit because I, I had to have had that too. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Recently. I'm like, God, I'm the, I'm the dumb one. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that means we're all the dumb ones because my brother smashed me on that. Uh, oh yeah, your brother's your brother. My brother picks Farm Man. Yeah, I don't need to get him. Big Farm Man grow crops. Hmm? Big Farm Man grow crops. Big Farm Man down Texas grow crops. Live suburb. Own house. Twenty two. Married. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Good man. He's got life. He's got life figured out. 
I think that dude does have life figured out. Can't run a 5K for shit. (laughs) (laughs) At the end of the day, can't run a 5K for shit. So that, what a good segue, Evan. Um, So then tell us how how and why you got into running. Why I do running. Um, Sorry, I just sipped some foam off my beer. Why did I get into running? So I tried, I loved football and soccer growing up. Football, soccer, baseball, you know, all-American, red-blooded American male. You know. Ball sports. Yeah. Lost my virginity when I was six, you know. <laughs> Just great. To a football. Yeah. A good Patriot. Throw a spiral 40, 50 yards. <laughs> it's a very average distance to brag about. But, uh and and then I was like, you know what, mom, dad, I sat them down just to explain to them why I just wasn't coming on the football field. I was like, mom, dad, you want me to be this, you know, 245-pound fullback as every parent dreams. <laughs> and I told them, guys, I'm, I'm 13. I'm 90 pounds, maybe. <laughs> I think maybe my future is in the 200 meter dash. And so, oh, and so wow. initially I, I started out as a, you know, the, the kid in track, like middle school track who could run the 200 meter. Okay. The 800 meter pretty darn well. And then the mile pretty decent. Um, and I think my first year track, we broke the four by eight record in like seventh or eighth grade. And so we're like, okay, we got a pretty good squad going. And I was like, okay, this is more up my alley. For the school or for the state? Oh, for the school. For the school. Yeah, we weren't even close to the state, I'm sure. Uh, And then I wasn't ready to give up baseball and soccer yet. So in Iowa, track, baseball, and soccer, they all overlap. So I did in eighth grade. I know I did all three at once, and wow. that didn't go that hot. <laughs> <laughs> so I got benched in soccer eventually, and then baseball kind of just petered out, and then I was left with track and um, and cross country. So uh, I had to give up being the fullback in eighth grade. But that's all right. My parents are cool with it. Um, yeah. yeah, I was, yeah, I, know. I, I always liked running. So it was kind of a, kind of a natural thing to realize that you're shit at football and you should go do cross country. So that's my journey. Uh, and the rest is history. <laughs> Have you ever run from the cops yes. before? Have you ever been, has anyone ever been caught by the cops? I've never On ran or been caught by the cops. Joe, I've watched you be uh, interact with the cops. I've never watched you. Yeah, that wasn't really a running scenario, yeah. but that was also on top of a building. Joe off to... the top of a building. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah. We don't need to. Yeah. Uh, like... My experience with Joe and cops is that he enjoys the confrontation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like, yeah I, don't, I think you ran towards the cops, if anything, in that situation. Right. Um, right. My running from the cop story is a simple house party. I've broken up. Uh, I oh. uh, I was like 19, 19, 20 at the time. 
um, and hopped out the window. Oh, no, no, I have two. So hopped out the window, this house probably just left. Another one was in my apartment in college and not the cops, but the campus safety uh, police, they came. We'll count hmm? it. We'll count it. Uh, they came to the room and they were, they were like, obviously, we, we know there's drinking going on because we were, we were partying. A good amount of people were, were, you know, they were throwing up in the hallways and they were doing college stuff. And uh, people called us in, cops showed up. Uh, I'm 20, all my roommates. I'm 20, another one of my roommates is 20 as well. And then Slob's 21. He, uh, he and a roommate, our other roommate was like 25 at the time. And, <laughs> you know, the classic dichotomy. Uh, they, and so Slob and the 25-year-old, they're hanging out. Um, and they're about ready to talk to the cops. And they're like, why are you still here? And I was like, oh, that's a great point. I will not get away with this. So uh, they open the door, and as they're opening the door, I like kind of sneak into um, my bedroom where we're hiding a bunch of underage kids, and and then I open the window, and then a mass exodus just occurs as the drunk bus who's shepherding all these other kids back up to campus. Uh, they drop a bunch of kids off at our building. And it, was, it felt like a scene from a movie because it, like there's massive people <laughs> and then all of a sudden like another mask comes out and spreads out. It was, it was, a, it was the perfect crime. Um, four kids later got <laughs> caught. One kid got suspended for two meets and some other, some other bad things happened. But all in all, mission accomplished. Yeah, it sounds like a success. <laughs> I uh, got caught for... A combination of those two things. I was on the roof of one of our school buildings. And it's just, we would climb up there just because it's fun. Yeah. We knew for one of them, like, where the security cameras were. So it's like, you have to enter from a certain side and then just hug the building and try to evade it. And it would, like, pan back and forth. Uh. And to a certain degree, you could quick shimmy up the fence and then stand on top of the fence and then mm-hmm. pull yourself up on the roof. Uh, so we would do that and then eventually campus safety caught us and people were scattering and I apparently just yield to authority <laughs> so easily. <laughs> like we we're kind of scattering and then campus safety was like, hey you! And then I just like stop and start walking forward. <laughs> you just quit. He was like, what were you guys doing up there? I don't know. We were just looking around. Bullshit. What were you doing? I was looking around. Honestly. <laughs> and he pulls out his little notepad. Like, what's your name? Like, Adam Brown. <laughs> Starts writing it down. How do you spell that? And I'm like, B-R-O-W-N. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's your student ID number? And I start rattling it off. I'm like... Five three three zero five, and it should have been two, but I said three. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, whenever people call me asking for my phone, or like when telemarketers call me, I, I try to answer and be polite and do all the questions. And my my phone number um, ends in a six, and my brother has the exact same phone number, but it ends in a seven, and I always give him the seven. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
The perfect crime. Mission accomplished. Every time. Mission accomplished. I'm pumped that this could have as many George W. Bush references as possible. Hey, yeah. we're doing our best. <laughs> we're true patriots. Um, Evan, what would you say is your uh, your most proud running accomplishment? Uh, I think like my favorite race I ever did was a really, I'm not, okay, so uh, Matt Sherber doesn't know like much about my running career. And I remember this on a comment in Strava like a couple months ago. Um, I've never been like a super hard worker. <laughs> so I feel like I never gave like a lot my, I never like really shot for PRs, especially when I was like at peak fitness, but I was a, I feel like I was a pretty good like sit and kick kind of championship style racer. So that was always my goal to make races like that. And my favorite race I ever did was um, Slob, our friend Carson and I went into a race um, looking to essentially qualify for the past seat at conference and then um, just kind of cruise out the season from there. There was a five seconds faster on our like, seat time than we were. And we were like, all right, well, let's ride on this kid and we'll, we'll all get in. That kid had it in his head. I know exactly who I'm talking about, but I'm just trying to like not to name names. Um, because there are some, there's some overlap on the team. But that kid, uh, he wanted to sit on us. And so there was a huge like kerfuffle. So I and I were like shit talking mid race. We, it's the 3K. So we kind of like just grind the first seven laps to a halt and just kind of flog it out. And then we open up a pretty insane last um, point out. We, we bring it down to like the 800 and we just open up like this insane uh, last four laps indoor. I think I split like a 204 in the last 800 of this. Usually my fastest 800 time in the season, like on the season. And I made it into the fast heat. I don't think anyone else from that race did. <laughs> so that was my that's my proudest petty moment. Um, other good ones, I don't know. Like we had some like Paul Slav and I had a really good AK that I loved in lacrosse. That's a good memory. Um, Slav and I went 15 flat in a 5K at Carlton. That was really nice. I bitch kicked um, Paul Tim the conference 10k title to win the title so that was probably my, my biggest achievement um and then like some there are some good high school ones like running at the drake realist is really cool so yeah that's it uh also taking a three minute break during a uh championship 10k as a 24 year old was, was a decent feeling so hey we can't all be heroes well, you know what? Uh, in the most recent championship 10K, you're really my hero, and you really pulled out uh, <laughs> pulled out a win. To uh, when I decided, you know what? I'm not going to bring spikes for this cross country race. <laughs> and every step was a disaster. And uh, probably, I, I, I never passed you. I think us three had the most underwhelming races of that entire group. Oh no, Joe! You were the one behind me when it was. Uh, it was probably a K and a half to go, 
and it was like coming down the hill and it's probably the sloppiest part yeah. where like people were single file along the edges. Yeah. I think you just, you were behind me for that section and then like just passed me. You're like, Hey, good job. <laughs> no, I didn't pass no, I, you. I can I tell you that. Jealous, oh, shit. Um, because it was I had a cramp like with a straight up mile ago. I don't think I've ever like really cramped that hard in a race before. And Chugs just ate me alive. And then maybe Chugs got me before that. But yeah, I think I think us three did maybe the most underwhelming of all of us. Because I, <laughs> I remember just falling apart like, with like a mile and a half again. <laughs> I think I, I would clock that as my maybe my worst yeah, race of all time. That was a rough day. It was a great day. It's just a, it's, not, there's a, there's a, there's a bad race, but it's an awful I had race. I street meat from some dudes who were inexplicably <laughs> cooking meat on the side of the road at like 2 a.m. Uh, street, yeah, meat. street meat. Uh, I'm bummed I missed the street meat, but I, Joe, you were with me when we left, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a good idea. It's a good time to leave when we did to leave. And then Leighton Leighton bought like three pizzas. I missed that for sure. <laughs> I can't remember who I was chasing the night with, but it was it was very much like one of those like, all right, let's go to the next location. Let's go to the next location. It's always it's almost always a bad idea to go to the next location. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's further away than you think, and it was cold outside and. Like none of us really brought jackets because we're like, oh, we're just yeah. gonna be in one place. I uh, I know the night <laughs> oh. ended with me losing uh, all support to go to a place that was a mile and a half away, and I was oh like, I'm gonna gosh. walk it. And people were like, no. <laughs> so <laughs> no, it, it had to have been around two that where people called it, but you know that's how that's how it could be crumbles. But <laughs> um, what is your favorite? After race party theme, Joe. You, yeah, I think you know what it is already. Or you I forgot? Maybe. It was your senior year. Uh, Slob and I are on the bus, and oh, I think a party yeah. theme got made up. And then Slob and I are like riffing, <laughs> like what would be good party themes? And we landed on um, prostitutes and subsistence <laughs> farmers. <laughs> <laughs> where the men would dress as, uh, it dep- depends on your read, but most men dressed as impoverished human beings <laughs> and, and the women would dress as prostitutes oh my fiance entering the room <laughs> she's too embarrassed now <laughs> Hi, Haley. Hi, Hi, boys. I love you. Hi. Hey, I love you, too. I am the subsistence farmer to your perfect prostitute. That you are. Always have fun. Always will be. Love you. Good night. (laughs) You can't buy content like that, guys. He maybe could from a press. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> so that was nothing. I, Joe, we actually threw that party like senior year where we uh, hosted it. You 
you re you read through it we re re-hosted. rehosted it and uh i think it went pretty well good yeah. what, what are your guys favorite themes <laughs> well i'm gonna, I'm gonna mm. be honest i'm not usually the theme is drink <laughs> drink Oh, in yeah, I don't know if that was like a Mayak or like a Gustavus thing. I think other schools had schools it. Had it like... We would just, there was a theme to every party after a race yeah. for whatever reason. For whatever reason, it was, it was a good time. It was, it was bonding, <laughs> team bondage. Another good theme. <laughs> yeah. Um, gosh, what were some of my favorite themed parties hmm well i have a favorite moment from uh the alumni was basically like the alumni made at the beginning of the year is just basically wear as much clothing as you can to cover up one piece of genitalia just one piece you you choose oh interesting and so i um purposely wore a jersey that I knew that at some point during beer pong I would tear nice. off <laughs> um, like in like a heat of the moment tear it off for a really cool effect and this is probably Sam Franson and I's greatest moment where we came back after being down by several cups and uh, I ended up tearing it off and it was um, that was probably my favorite themed party moment which was brought to you by the themed party the theme- mm-hmm. Yeah. Guys, can I go grab my headphones? Is that right? Yeah, I just tossed mine in to see if uh, I'll check after this gets posted to see if the uh, audio quality either raises or lowers. Yeah, let's do uh, it. Yeah, you definitely sound a little different in a like, less cracked yeah, way. Yeah, right sense. yeah. Yeah, because you've sounded good the whole time. Well, thank you. Uh, so for for our listeners out there, we're uh, we're troubleshooting this, um, and uh, you know what? This is, I guess, a uh, a future plug for ourselves that we're gonna because uh, we don't know how long these uh, self quarantines will last. We're likely gonna record more as uh, our need for socializing becomes greater because we won't be seeing people on Wednesdays anymore. Um, So, yeah. All right, guys, I'm back. We hope to bring you delicious content. This is what we're working with. Good. You in? in? All right, I'm good. I can hear. I can hear. Okay. Yeah, you sound... I think Evan, you need to sit a little closer to the yeah. mic. Um, yeah, you guys. I'm now worried that we wasted a good fifty-four <laughs> minutes. But hey, you well, know what we did is we gave the people something, and that's you know yeah. content is king right now, now more than ever. Yeah. It is. Where are the eyes and ears going? There's no sports. There's no. Um, there's no going to work. <laughs> uh, there's no coal mine. There's no, well, no, there's always coal mine. Hey. 
<laughs> there's all, I'll call my mom up. She'll let you know there's always call mine. Uh, no... As long as there's West Virginia, there yeah. will be. West Virginia had like the least amount of cases of COVID. Uh, they were, they were doing a, a great job. And then all of a sudden, I think they got tests to the state. And <laughs> would and you then, imagine? And then they that? shot through the roof. Um, we don't have any cases. Uh, we haven't tested any, but we so far, we no. We can't possibly have any cases. <laughs> There's not a chance. This is God's country, country roads. Uh, yeah, no, no, they're just terrible. Uh, but yeah, where are the ICNs going? They're going to podcasts. They're going. They're going to the online forums. They're going the, to to premium porn porn accounts. I don't know. What are people What are people right. paying for these days? <laughs> Everything. Everything's free. Let's uh let's do a quick check in. What is the thing you are most disappointed that got postponed so far? Oh, I have a I have a hands down easy answer yeah, for yeah. me, and it, the, the NHL season. Oh, that was mine. Uh, so I I like to think of like Adam is definitely um one of my easily my top movie friend because I of my passions I like movies and sports. Um, and a nice IPA. And a nice So I would say uh, for my sports side, um, the I'm a big fan of Premier League English soccer. That not happening is a huge bummer. Um, I think that would get me through most of my depression. Uh, and on the other side, I would say uh, I, I'm bummed the new James Bond movie isn't coming out on time, but I'm also yeah. bummed at the lack of content for um, movie podcasts that I love. Uh, Big picture, rewatchables, or rewatchables. I mean, rewatchables is like it's made for. Yeah, it's actually for this moment. So rewatchables will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. can, can I switch my pick of the week to uh, the Ringer podcast because that yeah that will that work because that that's like it makes up twenty percent of my entertainment a week so they uh, this week's rewatchables was Edge of Tomorrow yes. which is a yeah. great film and a great yeah. episode Sean Fantasy Chris Ryan good up watch Edge of Tomorrow Collegeville. Uh, and then listen to the rewatchables. Okay. Those are my picks of the week. Not not the not the fucking pandemic <laughs> that we all have to hear about. What a garbage pick. Edit that out. <laughs> Too bad. We're keeping everything in, including the feedback. Okay, good. We get week. one edit a week. <laughs> <laughs> Just like color yeah. handbook. Uh, uh, hmm. I would say one of my, I yeah, the amount of movies that are being postponed is a huge bummer. One that I just saw so far, it hasn't been postponed, but I can't imagine it won't be. Is the upcoming Christopher Nolan oh, movie Tenet? You're so right. Never heard because of it. that is that is one. There are few directors or like few movies where it's like you have to see this in a theater and Christopher Nolan makes movies that are like yeah. you, you have to see that in a theater. 
So I I hope that gets released on time. I hope it gets a good theater release. Um, Shannon and I, speaking of Bond, just finished rewatching all of the Daniel Craig yeah. Bond movies. Oh, nice. He really lobbed up a bondage joke, and Joe and I showed pretty admirable restraint in, in, in not <laughs> taking it. So, I'd like to commend Joe and me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey. uh, but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's a bummer. It's, uh, I guess we, sh- we should wrap up here pretty quick it's, it's nearing an hour. hour yeah i would happily go another hour with you guys oh yeah I, so would i it's more of uh you know Two-parter? i guess i can't even say people don't no. want to listen to this but say that because people as i said content is king. maybe we test this length and see what the people want. i'm saying i listen, I listen to a lot of yeah. our podcasts i have i just thought of a question um related to the bummerness of the situation we're in that I feel like could last a long time. And mm. if you would allow me to pose it. Please uh, do. Listeners, we could perhaps pause the episode and we could end it, we could end <laughs> it and leave it on a cliffhanger. But my question is, insert some scary mu- music, some dramatic music, and that's all the time we have <laughs> for listening. Bye. My question is who on the Collegeville squad, what five people would you want on your uh, COVID 19 apocalypse team? <laughs> and it can't be us three. It- yeah, if, or, or like maybe okay. we're, we're picking our teams. Oh, us oh, three. We, have to draft. we don't have to our draft necessarily. Maybe, maybe we, we rank our top five or... Yeah, us yeah. three together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe five. we pick the best team to survive. Okay. Okay, I think number one, we need a doctor. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, never mind. Never mind. We need a tax guy. So number one pick, slob. slob. Uh, We're going best to worst. Slob first pick. You know what? Slob though could survive on uh, very little and suboptimal food. I also think slob would be the like maybe the most likely to die because I don't think <laughs> he would get himself tested. No matter how bad it got, like he could be running a fever of like 105, and I'm pretty sure he wouldn't. He wouldn't go. And he would be like, "Oh, I guess it." I don't think there's he any. I don't think he do. I can't imagine the situation that it would require him to go to the doctor. Like, I, I've never seen him go to the doctor ever. I lived with him for four years, and I don't. I don't think he'd go in. Like. He seems like someone that would be, he would either outlast us all or yeah. be the first to go. <laughs> yeah. And there is no middle ground. <laughs> I could see him totally surviving the whole thing, but I do think, I think I said this earlier, I think, I think Slob would be one of the first to die. I think I would be uh, in the upper quartile of quick deaths. 
but <laughs> I mean, so slob makes the team slob is i don't think slob makes my team i love that man more than anything oh okay well i mean we have to agree oh, okay. on people so i mean i'm fine not putting him i would i would put Tom on there uh, I would put Joe Keenan on there. I think, yes, I would also. I think I'd based on his Carhartt bodysuit alone, he's got he's yeah. got outdoorsman skills that uh, we'll need in this post-apocalyptic world. Yep, I think for sure. I would, uh, in that similar vein, I'd add I'd add Tommy Myers, but oh, yeah, seeing. Seeing how a uh, twisted ankle put him out for upwards of six months, I I don't know how well he'd Yeah, care. he's got a limp ankle. I don't know if he's going to – he's not going to be able to do much running away from, from – cops or from COVID zombies or – Right. Upset subsistence farmers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think – yeah, I uh, I had another good one. For sure, not no. Paul. No, no, I actually think you could eliminate no. most of the Gustavus boys. <laughs> Maybe except for Joe. <laughs> I don't. I don't see a lot of the Gustavus kids hanging hanging around. Uh, <laughs> we're good boys, but man, <laughs> I not built for the apocalypse. I do wanna. I do wanna throw out there that I was nominated by my uh, senior class as being most likely to survive on a desert island. Oh, wow. So that's a big, and uh, I just want to uh, further compliment myself there. I was nominated for that. And uh, my now lovely wife was nominated for most talented. So clearly the best matchup. (laughs) That's That's like the prom king and queen. Yeah, most likely survive on a desert island and most talented. <laughs> oh. All right, so Paul's out. We know that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think, I think you have to throw yeah, TK in there. One, I don't think he can die. Oh. I don't think he I don't can, think die TK can die either. I also think TK could be like the nicest version of the Terminator. <laughs> that dude, I saw him running the other day. That dude has very, very good form. It's weird form, but it's very, very good. And he's been running for like, what, like 18 months? And he's virtually unbreakable. I think TK is in for me. If you disagree, then you disagree, but that's where I'm at. No. No, he is a machine, and he's very yeah. nice and agreeable. Yeah. I don't think anyone can get you ask him. You ask him to do what's needed for the colony. Yeah, he'll I do don't it. Think anyone can get mad at him. He'll do it. And I think he could do almost anything. Division one athlete, walk on, who then just decided to do another sport, and then was instantly very good at it. <laughs> I love that. I think, I think PK's on my squad. Yep. You know what? In interest of uh, the COVID social social distancing rules, I feel like we need to make it three people because any bigger and who knows how bad it can spread. Yeah, let's jump down to three. 
So we need a last slot there. We got we have the doctor and outdoorsman okay. role filled by JK. And us three are automatically yeah. on this this uh Yeah, so it's, so it's like what no group groups of no more than six. Um I don't bring a lot need to one the table, more. so I feel like we need to account. Well, no, so we have two doctors then with Joe and Joe. Um, and we have yeah, two marketers. Oh, yeah. yeah we, need a, we need a... For procreation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm procreating with one of you two. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the uh, in the post-society yeah. world, who knows what can happen? Maybe I think so. I think, um, okay, but yeah, I mean, like to. <laughs> I feel like Lindsay. I feel like she really good. I feel like um... she's been posting all the nature she sees. She's observant. Yeah, she knows nature. Good. That's a good trait. That's a very good Dr. point. Hoops. Hoops PhD. Hoops PhD would be good too. Uh, I feel like none PhD. of the girls are a bad choice. No, yeah, run me down I'll be good the, the girls' roster in case I'm missing people because I know like the four that are essentially my age. Those two. That's pretty <laughs> much the only consistent. Aaron, Aaron's roster we had. Jerley. And then we there have been some others, but I'd say that's the consistent group. Yeah. Um, I also haven't been going to Wednesday. Yeah, ones. yeah Mr. Watopia. <laughs> yeah, I think, well, huh. well <laughs> does Jack count? <laughs> because I can't imagine getting through the apocalypse without Jack. He's got to be there to document. He can be his own separate uh, clan. That's true. Who just yeah, he could be, us he could be the NBC News crew. And I, I literally just said I couldn't imagine getting through the apocalypse without Jack, but I literally shut down Slob as an option earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Jack can do yeah. things. I, all right, I think, I think Lindsay is... Yeah, I think Lindsay's... I'm going to go Lindsay. Yeah, that's... that's yep. Yeah. That added to yeah. the roster. So it's us three. To everyone else, uh, yeah. I guess uh, the rest of Godsville. Hey, good try. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe yeah, next. So maybe next. Pen. JK, Rainier, Lindsay, uh, TK. You guys are gonna. You guys are gonna coddle me and Adam for the apocalypse. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, I uh, one should wrap up here. I got also one more quick wrap. Up. Oh, say what yeah. you got to say. Uh, you know, no, I'll save this for next time. We can wrap it up here. Uh, Evan, you won't be a part of next time, so I'll go fuck yourself. Along with the non-survivors of the. Uh, COVID-19. I'm pretty confident I would get the first one out of that six. I feel. I think I'm. 
think of a stab. <laughs> if anything, just by by murder. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd take it. If you guys need to eat my very lean, gross meat, <laughs> then, then do what you gotta do. Oh. Yeah. And we will. All right. Well, this has been our first episode of Soft Reboot Talent Graveyard 3.0. Um, hopefully the audio quality wasn't too awful. We're continuing to figure things out. Uh, hey, Evan, go thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. Go uh, Hogs. 30 yeah. to 50. If this go one hogs. didn't work, hey, I'll do it again. If you guys want to have me on, this is <laughs> super bro. fun. And uh, I can't imagine someone handling isolation much worse than me. So, <laughs> I, I'm going to have a tough time with it, boys. But uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. This is super fun. Um, keep it going. Keep you guys have a you guys have an important job. Keep it keep it rolling. Thank you. We're going to do our best. All right, Joe. Thank you for being an excellent co-host as always. Thank you, Adam. For the same thing. And uh, thank you, Joe. And from all of us here in Collegeville, we wish you a good night, and we'll right. see you probably next week. Go Cubs. Take care. Guys, thanks for listening to the first episode of the soft reboot of Talent Graveyard. If you have any feedback for us on the episode, send it to either Joe or I. And uh, if you want to be interviewed in an upcoming episode or think somebody in particular should be interviewed, also let us know. We'd be happy to hear from you. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll talk to you soon.